So it's spring. There's changeable weather, right? The sun, the clouds, the wind, the rain. And this is widely recognized in practice that nature can be kind of a mirror for our practice as well as a a field for our practice, right? Many people enjoy being out in nature. But sometimes, of course, nature has its own ways with us. And I wanted to offer this teaching first about um, wind, various kinds of wind. So, and the translator is a little bit poetic. Um, In the sky, oh practitioners, various kinds of winds are blowing. Winds from the east, west, north, and south. Winds carrying dust and winds without dust. Winds hot and cold, gentle and fierce. Similarly, for us, there arise in this body various kinds of feelings. Pleasant feelings arise, painful feelings arise, and neutral feelings arise. So that's the main teaching, and then there's some verse. Just as in the sky above, various kinds of winds are blowing, coming from the east or west, blowing from the north or south. Some carry dust and others not. Cold are some and others hot. Some are fierce and others mild. Their blowing is so different. So also in the body here, feelings of different kinds arise the pleasant feelings, and the painful, and the neutral ones. So, it's kind of a nice image, you know, it gives us a sense, because feelings are like that, right? We're, we're meant to kind of connect with the way feelings blow through us. And they're very real, they can seem to have force in the moments when they're there, of course. But like the wind, they're kind of changeable. And um, something that seems to be blowing through now might just stop at some point and give way. And then the direction changes and one blows from some other direction. And here feelings is not made as complex as we tend to make our feelings. You know, we tend to say, oh, it's so complicated, I've got this complicated relationship with this person, and I feel, you know, loving but angry, and all these different things. And this is a little simpler, it just says there's pleasant feelings, painful feelings, and neutral feelings, which I think can be very helpful. Um, it, it might be, it might not be that the Buddha just wasn't very sophisticated, and, you know, we have so much more complicated emotional language because we have Western psychology that's so much more advanced. It might be actually a very uh, clever and important way of thinking about feelings to just reduce them to pleasant, painful, and neutral, because otherwise they do get complicated, and they just tie themselves up. And the, the appreciation, I think, I get from this is that you know, the, the different kinds of winds are just different. There's cold ones and hot ones and dusty ones and so forth. And they're all just here when they're here and gone when they're gone. And in the same way, there are the warm feelings and the cold feelings and the 
dusty feelings and so forth. And they just come and go and blow through us. So the, the verse goes on. But if a practitioner is ardent and does not neglect to practice mindfulness and comprehension clear, the nature of all feelings will she transcend. And having penetrated them, she will be taint-free in this very life, mature in knowledge, firm in Dhamma's ways. When once her lifespan ends and her body breaks, all measure and concept she has transcended. So there's, a, there's then a powerful implication. The instruction is to practice mindfulness and clear comprehension. That's what the beginning of that last one says. So when the winds are coming, we simply know, oh, this is a cold one, this is a warm one. We don't have to get wrapped up in it because it will change. But clear comprehension, this is not shutting down. This is not not feeling the wind. But it's not reacting to the wind because it's so changeable. And when we're not in that reactive mode, we have choices about how to move through the wind, right? And the implication is very made then very direct, which is that this is going to help us at the moment of death. We'll be free in this life of the complications of mind, the so-called the taints, and mature in knowledge and firm in the way we are, then at the time of death it also will not be upsetting to us you know, since that maybe next moment or it may be a long way off, we can certainly still focus on, you know, what contemplation of feeling does for us in this moment, which is to allow clear comprehension, mindfulness, a feeling tone. I think one more dimension we could add into this to make it more dynamic. Some of us have practiced for a long time some of us not as long, but there's a way in which practice, <clears throat> even if you've practiced for only a short time, you see that practice makes us more sensitive, right? So we become better able to detect different kinds of winds, better able to discern between different kinds of winds. And there's a way in which the wind actually penetrates through us more through practice. You know, yes, we're moving toward equanimity and toward maturity and knowledge and firmness, but this practice sensitizes us. It's a very uh, raw encounter with life as we get more mature. It doesn't just become more and more blissful and simple and pleasant. Well, I think it becomes more simple. But it doesn't just become more blissful because we feel everything so much more powerfully. And yet, with the strength of attention and knowledge that we've gained through practice, we can handle it. We can handle more and more, if we allow that process to mature in us. So we're not stepping out of the wind, we're stepping into the wind. <laughs> and so then it matters what attitude we have toward the wind. You know, do we see the wind as just a bother? Why is there any wind at all? I like those wind-free days. Or do we only want the pleasant, warm winds? I've practiced for a long time. How come I don't just get pleasant winds now? 
Haven't I racked up enough good karma now? So I brought also this poem from a modern practitioner, herself a longtime practitioner, about her relationship with the wind. So it's a little dialogue. Let's play, said the wind. Go away, I said. Let's play, said the wind. Not today, I said. Right now, said the wind. But how, I said. And the wind made a kite of my auburn hair, and my words of dissent skipped away on the air. Play more, said the wind. Um, sure, I said. The wind played me like chimes, played both fierce and tender, and it whipped me and kissed me into surrender. You've changed, said the wind. Rearranged, I said. Play again, said the wind. Yes, friend, I said. So the poem is called Making Peace with the Wind. And so there's a way in which we're moving toward making peace with the wind, not making the wind go away, not making the wind only be the warm and pleasant kind. Maybe it messes up our hair. Oh, well. Can we have an attitude of play about the feelings that come through? Sometimes they're fierce, but they're always changeable. And they might just want to rearrange us a bit. So I guess I just have readings today. I have other people's words today. So here's one more. Could be you feel like a tiny bird, flapping hard, hard as you can into the wind. Though there is no sign that says dead end, you are not going anywhere and can't imagine you ever will. Could be all that fluttering exhausts you until you stop all that trying and turn away from whatever it is you think you are flying toward. And then perhaps you understand, not with your head, with your whole being, that wherever the wind is going to go, it will go. Could be you find yourself saying yes to the wind, the same wind, you know this, that fills your lungs. Could be that it is so beautiful, this new kind of flying, that you forget to be frightened, that you do not know what will happen next. Could be you've never been quite so aware how infinite the sky. Because you know, all the winds are blowing through the sky. The sky is open and offers no resistance to the wind. So maybe like that little bird, we can just turn and go with the wind instead of flapping so hard against it. So I hope you'll enjoy the spring winds that we're having inside and outside. Thank you.
Are there any comments or questions? Maybe the next time a feeling blows through, it can be a yes friend. Yeah. yeah.